Welcome to Life Karma. It's really cool. I got to like move the Rodecaster Pro. Come to decide that the things that I tried were in my life just to get high on. When I sit alone, come get a little known, but I need more than myself. Man, that felt good. That was very good. Greetings, Ooh. people. We uh, we decided to do a video podcast so you can see what we look like. Oh, man. It's our <laughs> first one. Forgive us for being idiots on this first one. Will you please on the video? Yes. For all those that are used to listening to us on our podcast, thank you. This yes. will give you a whole new meaning yeah. of when I say Sam pulled out a switchblade. You will actually be able to see it now. Yes. I'll be able to show you, which I don't have a switchblade tonight. So Thank heavens. Interesting. So. Don't cut me. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bracken here. BA. Great to have you here with us. Oh, man. So what's, what's on crazy your mind? Crazy week. Crazy week. Tell me more about that. Oh, my gosh. Is there any more just weirdness that can happen in our lives right now? I, you know, okay, let me, give you a, let me give you an example today. So I'm feeling pretty good. You know, my birthday's coming up, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, maybe I should pick myself out a gift. Of course. So where, where did I go? Benyon Jewelers in yes. downtown Salt Lake. Look at the watches. To look at the watches. And I find two that I really, really like. And I'm like, I can't buy it right now, though. And then as soon as I walk out of there, God decided to smack me down. Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> I get a phone call from my wife. And she is like, hey, our water heaters just went out. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, What? Yeah, so you're what? gonna be call you're calling Lashure Plumbing. Oh, we had that we had our water heater go out last year, both of them. Oh, so we replaced them. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so what's the damage? You told me the damage. I'm like, man, there goes my watch. Or you can just are both of them out. Yes, son of a. So we're gonna go to the instant. Oh, that's cool. It's cool, it's but that's cool. a lot more money. Yeah, it was just God saying, hey, you know, your priorities are getting screwed up again. So no watches for you. No watches for me. But I do get hot water. I can let you, I can loan you my watch. No, get the frick out of here. (laughs) Freaking. He always throws it right in my face. Is that thrown in your face? That's not thrown in your face. I can't believe I fold my arms like this when I'm on video. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. I feel like Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> like, what do, I do, what do I do with these? That's funny. <laughs> I'll take a nice like, what do I do with these? What do you do with your hands? I don't know what uh, I do with my hands. I don't know. For those first uh, YouTube watchers, we should probably introduce ourselves a little bit. Oh, okay. Sounds good. How about you go? My name is Sam Bracken. I um, was born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada, Las Vegas, and spent my, until I was about 18, and then I Moved to Georgia, where I went to Georgia Institute of Technology. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, GT. And then uh, when I was done with that, I got my Master's of Business Administration at the Brigham Young University's Marriott School of Management. And uh, I am an executive coach and best-selling author and motivational speaker. He's one heck of a coach. I'm a coach. I'm an executive coach. And he always tried to keep me in line. Which is uh, pretty much impossible. Yeah, I just do my thing, I guess. Yeah. So why don't you tell the audience about you? <clears throat> I am a husband of 15 years that has learned to conform to his wife. Ooh, that's a big, that's yeah. a big one. Uh, I went to law school at Gonzaga. Go dogs. 
Um, it's pretty much about, I'm a divorce attorney. Yes, he's a divorce attorney. So you're going to hear a lot of pessimistic things out of my mouth, but I'm sorry. Deal with it. Since COVID hit, uh, divorces are up 49%. Yep. So you're busy. I'm very busy right now. And this is the purpose of our whole podcast is very simple. Start a conversation, learn from each other, be respectful, open your mind to greater intelligence. Right. So if you see it differently, we're interested in that because you can teach us something. (laughs) And Brian and I uh, see a lot of things differently and we see some things the same, but most of the time Brian disagrees with me just for most of the time, all shits and giggles. Like he doesn't just, (laughs) (laughs) I had someone perfectly describe it uh, to me the other day. They're like, Hey, I think your podcast is working. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? It's a, of course it is. It's like on Apple and da, 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 yeah, da. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. I agree with Sam sometimes. I agree with you sometimes. And sometimes I'm just ticked off at both of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're making you think. That's what we That's try to the do. the whole purpose. I'm like, trying to make you think. Because if everyone thought like me, it'd be a freaking boring world. Holy crap, it'd be boring. But, boring world. Well, know. what do you want to talk about today? Oh my gosh. A lot of crazy things happening. My wife got a dog. Oh uh, no, she didn't. And we had to sign a contract. She signed a contract without me letting let me read it. A dog? I thought you guys you tried the dog thing. It didn't work. Poodle. Yeah, but doesn't she have really bad allergies? Yeah, but somehow like she hasn't been allergic to this one. It's weird. Darla. Her name's Darla. Darla. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Had her a couple of days. She's yeah. five four or five months old. Wow. But Emily signed a contract. I wasn't very happy about that. Wow. Poodle. What do you do? What do you you what's the hardest thing that's happened to you this week? Me? Yeah. Well, I I got up at 3 a.m. and couldn't get back to sleep, so I prayed for an hour. Didn't seem <sighs> like it worked. Meditated, prayed, did all that, and then I went to the gym. was in the parking lot at 445, and then I rode a bike for an hour and 40 minutes and lifted weights and came home and... Went to work, so and I got a phone call. Oh no, I called you this morning. Yeah, you did. Hannah forgot her mask. Yeah, she did. And she asked me to, you know, get her a mask. So I was halfway to Salt Lake City, turned around, drove twenty minutes back to get her a mask, and oh, she'd already gotten one. What a good dad! And she didn't text me or anything. So <sighs> that was a bummer. But hey, you know, I wanted her to let her know that you know Childhood. she she's important to me. I would do anything for a daughter. I, you yeah, know. you would. You do a lot of stuff to spoil Hannah, my yeah, daughter. Yeah, well, Hannah's fantastic. <laughs> she's good. way better than my boys. Because I don't have to deal with any of the crap either, though. You right. know, so that's nice. Very, but whatever. Very well, interesting. You know, one thing I was thinking about that we should talk about is what in this world, in times like we're dealing with, with the politics, the life, the heart life is hard right now for a lot, a lot of people, is... What in life do we truly believe? Like where, I know we've talked about truth, but where do, what do we really believe? And, and what made me think about that is uh, the new, okay, so I read an article yesterday by um, BuzzFeed talking about how all the banks, the big ones, JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, all these um, siphon money, take money, um, collect money from terrorist organizations, uh, drug dealers, uh, mafias, mobs, whatever. And it was fascinating to read. This is an article they've been working on for two years. 
with like 66 other journalists and uh, news art people articles like news people's around wow. the world. so you don't think it's biased it's uh straight up newsworthy well they, they they gave us the info yeah that's what i mean what do you believe because what's interesting about this is i didn't know this is how the process works so if a bank takes in money from someone they think is nefarious you know or whatever they have to report it so they report it by filling out a little sheet basically and sending it to the u.s government when that occurs though the u.s government gets over like i think 1.5 million of these a year Wow, that's a lot. So they can't investigate it at all? No. But what they do is after they pass that along, they continue to move the money, earn their fees, earn their interest, oh, earn their things. How convenient. And they never get prosecuted. That's convenient. Because there's too much of it. Yeah, it's just sheer volume. So, so it's like, what do you really believe? Do I believe in the banking system? Do I really believe I have money in the bank? Do I really believe it works? Do I, you know, I don't know. It made me start to go down this path of what is real, what is not real. So do you think I'm sitting here? Do you believe that I'm in the same room and you in here in our live no conference idea. studios? No idea. Because uh, the other thing I was Are thinking, we in the matrix? Yeah, we might be. The, the thing I was thinking about is, and I said this to Bo actually earlier, I said, if this is all made up in my head, look at the characters I have created oh, and yeah. I am surrounded with. Oh, yeah. I was over at your house last night. And we had a good old time, man, with my niece Kiara. Yeah, it was like fireworks and all sorts of crazy. It was hilarious. It was loud. It was fun. It, it was super fun. I had to drink an energy drink to even try and keep up. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, but I was like, what do I really believe? That's a that's a really good question. What do you guys believe? You know? Yeah. What is real? What what forms what forms your belief system? You know, I think your families have a lot to do with your belief system. But why? Why? So stop right there for a second. Why does your family have anything to do with your belief system? Programming. You but, get programmed you as DNA? a child. Your DNA? No, I think your belief system is cultivated with your... Oh, so social conditioning I think by your own family. I think it's huge. And okay. then I think once you get the uh, to the age where you can creatively think for your own and critically think and you, you can learn how to learn... Then you're responsible for what you believe. A critical thinking doesn't exist. I mean, it, it, really? It, well, it does for for those that it exists for, which I'm grateful for those, but it does. And they use it correctly. The world changes. It gets better. But those that don't critically think and continue with the social conditioning, their belief system isn't really belief. It is. It's hurt. conditioning. It's, it's mind washing. It's brainwashing. Yes. Yeah, I think we're we're in a, a dilemma right now because we have a lot of ignorance. And a lot of posturing. We don't have a lot of understanding. Well, we don't want to understand. It's harder. Yeah, because then you have to. Yeah. That's why. Okay, so your family conditions you. I think that's one input for belief. That's why some people don't want to be baptized at a certain age, right? The month their kids baptized at a certain age, they want to wait until they're older to make until a decision. Until they make their own decision, yeah. So I think your family conditioning affects belief. I think, um, um, I think your own personal journey belief you you know um years ago i, I had a, um, a conversation with my friend mark wadsworth and and he was saying what is the origin of desire not like passionate sexual desire but like internal motivation where does that come from survival does it i don't know I, that's the first word that came to my mind hmm survival well, yeah so so when you have a desire ignite around a topic 
and you consume information on that topic, that's going to infect your, affect your belief system. Mm. So like mm. I have a belief, I have a belief through competitive sport in my, you know, because I was a jock most of my life and, um, that the harder things get, the better you can get. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's sort of stoic, a stoic kind of approach to things. Viking. Yeah. It's a Viking stoic kind of Marcus or release thing. And, but I actually believe that. Like, I don't think it's bullshit. I think it's just like straight up belief. Well, I think in every hard time there is opportunity. Yeah. But like, in, like, so I was at the gym for two hours this morning. I could barely walk up and down stairs because my, my, my legs are fatigued. Right. So tomorrow my legs will feel better. Um, except if I bike again, <laughs> which will probably happen. Yeah. But, um, so it's the, it's the tearing the muscles down that build the muscles stronger. Right. Same thing with critical thinking. So as you use your brain, as you use abstract thought, you know, use positive inquiry or if you're just questioning, that all impacts your belief. Hmm. Now, the scientific method, you know, is a is a is a process to prove a belief or a hypothesis, Mm -hmm. which is different. Right. But scientists, they they have a theory and then they try to prove it. And then then that becomes a belief like but you know, the law you, of gravity, right. for instance, right? But you had said earlier in a different podcast, you can find, you know, you took a class in college about you can use statistics to argue anything. Totally. I'm starting to feel like we can use science to argue anything. Well, you're always going to have someone that disagrees with you, right? Always di- disagrees. Yeah. But the science, I mean, even with COVID, you can find anything on COVID scientifically to mean anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird. I mean, so where do you where do you get foundational? I mean, where do you where's the foundational elements of belief system? Like where where do you get a belief system that actually can um, you can count on? Well, that's the thing is I try to narrow it down. I try to think, okay, if you take away everything, take away family, you take away all my memories, so to speak, take away everything and you plant me somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Belief starts very simply, right? Like it starts. Well, you you know, there's a tree or there's grass or there's an animal or there's that. The belief is created in your own mind, right? Like you start to believe simple things at that point in time. But I don't know where the conditioning involves or when the conditioning becomes a truth. Because, yeah, as you grow up, you have to rely on your parents, your caretaker, whatever, to try and find some kind of belief. Well... Well, the thing that came, comes to my mind is where does belief get, begin, right? And where does disbelief end? Does it, yeah, is belief a feeling or is it a logical thought? I think it's both. Yeah. <sighs> That's interesting. I don't know. I really don't know if it's both or if it's one or if it's the, I don't know where belief or believing in something actually exists. Does it have to be logical? Does it not? I don't know. Well, I mean, I think I think belief is formed by conditioning. I think the origin of belief starts in your the in your immediate culture as you grow up um, as a child. I think as you get into school, that affects your belief system. So your education affects your belief system. I think your friends affect your belief system. So as you're growing up, then and you're going through the hardest or, or the most um, mind-opening situations as a child, teenager, young twenties. Those are the times that we're being probably conditioned the most and not using critical thinking. Right. So I had some experiences as a young boy um, where I was treated very poorly 
and uh, abused and neglected and abandoned and uh, it affected my belief system for years i thought i was a piece of crap right right <laughs> right so i also um didn't like the way that felt so when i'm when i was with people i treated them better because they're they're important because mm. people matter you know and um I've tried my whole life to treat other people with respect and dignity, regardless of the circumstance. And it was because I was not treated with respect and dignity. So hmm. my belief system has been, uh, has been impact through my experience, right? So we become a reflection of our life's experiences, right? So I think that has a lot to do with it. I think who you really surround yourself with dramatically impacts your beliefs. Yeah, but we, we sometimes we don't control that though, especially as children. Right, you don't. You don't control that, and so. As you get to being a young adult, you start controlling that more. And I think you start using drugs. Mm -hmm. I think that impacts your belief system. Because then you're like, I'm a Superman, I can do anything. Yeah. And I jump off this building and I'll crush my spine and become a paraplegic, right? Because like, so that, that really screws with your thinking, right? Or are you trying to experience something else to open your mind? Right. I don't, I mean, some people do. I like, I had some friends I went to high school with, you know, they go to, they go to Stanford and they major in psychi psychi psychology and, um, and they, they take LSD Jeez. <laughs> to expand their brain, their expander thinking. I'm like, that's pretty trippy. Like, I'm not going to experiment with LSD to do that. No, because I don't think that's productive. I don't believe that's productive. I've always been interested in the illegal drugs because this is something that opens your reality in the sense of you relax enough or is it something that heightens but both seem to work when you want to try to open your mind and experience something different right so so i instead of drugs what i prefer is getting lost in someone else's world who believes something different <laughs> like to, to try as hard as i can to like fiction literature literature fiction reading um or just just be curious about people and what motivates them and what excites them and what do they love and i just like to push buttons yes you do you're really good at like that like to see what you're all about so that actually tells you where people's boundaries are i've seen you in mm -hmm. social settings push buttons to see where people's boundaries are because yes. then you can mess with them <laughs> well you love them you try to find the the you find their boundary right and then you give them a situation that is definitely going to take them outside their boundary and question exactly what they really believe right so why do you do that um, do you believe that that helps people get better i don't know to be honest with you. i i feel like you it, obviously believe it does something or you wouldn't well, do it gives it. me joy i mean number there you one go. number two i think it does help people i think i've seen a lot of people change that way and i think it's because that's kind of what my dad would do to me right you're again your family the influence that you have with your father had a huge impact well, it's like, on, yeah, you listen to the news or on something. On your belief system. Absolutely. But you listen to the news and you're like, oh, that's stupid. And my dad would be like, well, is it? <laughs> what about this, this, and this? Yeah, he taught you to think and to question. And then you're like, crap, I hate you. <laughs> or you love him because he helped you. <laughs> yeah, not until you're in your 30s. Yeah, of course. And then you realize, oh, crap, he was right, dang it. He was right. I told Emily yesterday, our kids aren't going to realize how cool we are until they're like 40. Yeah, until they, until they have their own kids. Right. And yeah, it's like, there's something about that. It's there is. This, it, well, it's because it humbles you. Right. So, so I believe, um, so for instance, I believe that competitive athletics and sports for all kids are good. 
because it helps them learn how life is. It teaches them competitive nature, the law of opposition that you can get stronger with things that are up, you know, opposite that, you know, things are not free. You know, you have to pay a price to get competency. Um, But then there's people that don't believe in that. No. Right. They think it's too hard for your children or they just feel like some people just feel like their kids should be doted over and treated like, you know, well, they just want to control royalty. Yeah. So different people have different beliefs. Um, have you ever had anything like just stop you cold, just an event that completely shifted your paradigm or your belief in your life? Oh my gosh. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Oh, nothing really. <laughs> well, yeah. See, like <laughs> first thing I can think of is I can remember the first time I thought, uh, that girl's really cute. But I don't know why she's cute, but she's super cute. So you're the pheromones gotcha. Yeah, like something had changed. It was like, oh. You went through puberty. Right, <laughs> right. And it was like, and I, I thought for a second, why is she cute though? Like, I know she's cute, but why do I? And this is sixth grade. Wow. Sitting in class, like, her name was Liz. And I'm like, I know she's really cute, but I don't know why. Oh, this is weird. Yeah. I just want to play basketball. Yeah. In sixth grade that. is when I got a crush too. Like in sixth grade, I had a crush on this girl named Shirley Swecker. Shirley, Shirley what? Shirley Swecker. <laughs> she was smoking hot. Really. Shirley Swecker. Yeah, Shirley Swecker. I, that's kind of fun to say. Yeah, it is fun. Spell to say. that. Can you spell that? I have that? no idea. Oh, man. That was no, a, I totally that was fun. I think she's awesome. And I put my arm around her and, you know, I was like thrilled. <laughs> 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 Little did I know, a few years later, I'd be doing terrible things. and. Oh my you know, gosh! And uh, because I was, I was taught that terrible things were okay, and you're you know, trying to, find to out. believe that, yeah. yeah just, until I did those things, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I like the way I feel like when I'm drunk or when I'm doing drugs, and uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I decided to believe something different, <laughs> you know, which went against the grain of my family. So well, I saw an article um, earlier. And I was just trying to find it there again, but the Pope met with um, a bunch of parents of gay children. Right. I, I saw the same article. Yeah. yeah. Where God loves, I mean, the Pope God, said that God loves everyone, all of his children. Right. And they're like, well, we feel like the church hasn't accepted our gay children. And he said, no, God loves all his children. Like, he was sitting in the middle. But yet, before that, the Catholic Church had always said God doesn't love the gay people. Really? Yeah, it's I like they were shunned. Let me tell you where I became... Because I know you hate it. He yeah. hates when I talk yeah. about love, it's, you guys. It's, 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 I'm sure at 14 yeah. he knew. Exactly no, no. I believe that love <laughs> is the greatest power on the earth and in the universe, right? So the reason I believe that is because of experiences that I've had, mm. right? And it's changed my core belief. So basically he's saying I've never felt love, but go ahead. No, I'm you. not saying that. That's Here, I'm going to tell you a story. Like. I'm going to tell you a story. My mother, um, bless her soul, um, she did a lot of things really good and she did a lot of things badly and um, as a result of the bad decisions she's made she made in her life um, I suffered greatly and when I was about 18 or 19 when I started becoming a man of faith and started following Jesus right I was taught that Jesus teaches us to love people to you know love your enemies you know pray for those who despitefully use you and all like that, all that kind of stuff so and then I had some very influential men that told me that I was just to love my mother and forgive her and to just just 
express my love and forgiveness and just fill my heart with love and abundance. So I decided to do that. I forgave her for all the crap, you know, kicking me out when I was 15, I was homeless and all that kind of stuff. I just forgave her. And then I started all my time, whenever I was with her, around her, I just loved her. And it took maybe four or five years, but all of a sudden, my mother became a woman of faith hmm. because the love had such a power on her. It had such a power on me. And then I saw it transform her. Now, and it was like power I can't even describe. Right, but was it love or was it just that her relationship with her son got better? No, it was the love she felt from her son. She told me. She wanted to, she wanted to feel that all the time. So, so this so, is the kind of thing that helped how, impact me. This is yeah. part of the reasons I feel like I'm a love dude. Like I, I'm a love guy, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah, because uh, I had that experience. I saw her. I saw the most amazing change in my mother because of love. It was the weirdest thing. So I'm going to ask you a really dumb question dealing with that. Okay. What does it matter? What do you mean? What does it matter? What does it matter? Yes. <laughs> Well, it depends on your belief. <laughs> right. I was just like, what does it matter? Well, it matters a lot. Because Be when she died unexpectedly when she was 60 years old, I didn't have any weird baggage hanging around. You know, I didn't have any issues. I mean. Issues with her or just issues in general? Well, I, always, I have issues, yeah, period. I'm yeah, like, I'm well, everyone a freaking yeah. nature, right? Like, yeah. I'm a weirdo. Well, yeah, we both are. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm breaking it down very simply for my brain. I'm like, what does it matter? It matters to me and it mattered to her. Okay. I know that that I believe, but why? What I guess let me put this why did you seek that out? Like, did you because I was taught it was a truth, I believed it was a truth, and I acted on the truth because and it changed my mother's perspective and it changed me in the process, made me a better human being. It's interesting because in my life, I'm thinking when family kind of whatever screws me over, and it's not my mom, obviously. I was just like, I cut them out. Well, yeah, that's when you've been betrayed or like, yeah, I have, I've had evidences. Well, I've had experiences where um, I've had to do that with my family, like put yeah. them in timeout. Right. But, has, but did your mom, I mean, I don't want to get too, but did your mom betray you? Oh, totally. Right. But you can't cut your mom out. Well, yeah, I can. I did. Well, yeah, but then and you I was miserable. Back. Well, I mean, it was on my terms though. Right. But like. That's why I always get mixed up with like love and like always accept people for who they are, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah, just, lo ugh. love and trust are two different things. You no, can no, love no. someone without trusting them. I love my mother with all my heart, but man, I did not trust her with like, there's no way. There's nobody I can think of that I love that I don't trust. Yeah. That's an interesting belief. Like, I don't Where does that come from? I don't know. So I'm you must, thinking, do you like, trust me? Yeah, I trust you. So you love me then? Yeah. Ah, I guess I guess if that's what that means. I'm just well, you said like, you don't know anybody you love you don't trust. Well, I'm trying, well yeah, because I, I don't know if the trust or the love comes first. Yeah, um, try that one. I, well, here, here's, I'm going to blow your mind. You ready? Yeah, ready sure, for the sure, mind-blowing sure. experience? Yeah. Um, why do we love our parents? I have no idea. Because they loved us first. I don't think that's true. Oh, bullshit. It's totally true. Nah, I don't think that's true. Little Mac? No, 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 no. I no, love no. that little fetcher. I know, but it doesn't matter. He doesn't yes, it know does. that. He doesn't know that. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He feels the love. Babies don't know if you love. What they do know is if you hold them, feed them, and help yeah. them go sleep. Guess and what wipe that their is? Butts. That's called love. Okay, so now wiping someone's butt is love. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You're caring for their every need, dude. You got to work on your empathy here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! 
listen, we all know you I don't. love your children. I do, but we all know and they I don't love have... you back because you love them. Sorry, I'll be quiet. No, I'm just thinking. I'm like, I don't know if my kids really love me or not. Of course they do. No, really. How do you know? <laughs> well, I was over there, <laughs> and not... yesterday I was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. A no, court, I'm gonna testify no. in a court of law. Okay. Yesterday I was over at Brian's house, and Brian gave his boys some collectors' cards. Some very cool. Yeah, by the love. Collective collective cards. He gave them to him because they collect cards. And he knows that. So an extension of his love was to give them something material that's cool. Yeah, by their love. As they did that, they said thank you, and they both embraced their father. Side hug. And they said thank you. Side hug. Side hug. They side hug me. That's about as close as you can get as a boy for love. They have to deal with the I do I love messing with them, making them deal with their emotions. Like, so they love you because you did something for them. Great, because I spent money on them. So, okay. So do you love your mother? I always love my mom, but I don't exactly. know why. You love her because she changed your crappy diaper. No. She fed you. She cared for you. No. She nurtured you. She did all these things. I don't remember any of those she, things as Yes, a baby. you do. Not as a baby. You know what? When's your first mm-hmm. memory? Of my mom? Yes. Uh, her way. <laughs> I was actually pretty young. Her waking me up freaking early so she could go teach an aerobics class. Okay. How old were you? I don't know, but I was like ticked. And I could hear the trains. I know we lived close to train tracks. Okay. Oh. So so you have no recollection of your mother caring for you. Were you never sick as oh, a yeah, kid? Oh, yeah, absolutely. She always took care. I mean, one, one instance that I know my mom cared about my well-being. Let me put it that way instead of love. Just for oh a my, second. this is a load Just of crap. For a second, is I hurt my knee once playing sports, and she came in every 30 minutes throughout the night and changed the ice on my knee. Okay, that's called love. I don't know. Probably from her it's, perspective. Yeah, it's called when you love somebody, you serve them. Service. Yeah, but a lot of people take advantage of that. Well, no shit. That doesn't mean love doesn't have power, and it doesn't mean that love isn't good. Love doesn't have power if it's something people take advantage of it. I'm telling you right now, you love your mother because she loved you first and she served you. Yeah, that's your opinion. Yeah, but that's not. It's not that's my not opinion. Fact. It's freaking total fact. That's not. Fact. It's it's freaking human fact. No, I can't. I mean, we do have a bond with our parents. Even even kids that have been adopted want to figure out who their uh, real parents were. There's some kind of bond there. But I don't know if it's love. I wouldn't call that love if they were abandoned. Well, it's not abandoned. I mean, they put up for. I mean, if they had adopted, that's not abandoned. What if it was something better? Okay, that's most of adoptions happen that way. No, I would. I would hope so. But my thing is, is like, there's a bond. I don't. That's that's how I would describe it with a parent is a bond because I don't know what love is. First of all, but second of all, I you don't know, know what love is. You no. can't tell me what love no. is. I, Why are we talking about love and belief? Because love definitely takes a belief, a faith, all kinds of stuff. I mean, love is like, love is the most overused thing in this world. The Greeks had eight words for love. Right. But the the people in this society overuse love as almost an excuse, an enabler. Um, Like, I don't know. It just really ticks me off. So do you love your wife? Me and Emily, I don't, we talk about this sometimes, like, is, is is love conditional? Is love? Of course, love's different. conditional. Yeah. So why some is, lo- some love is conditional? Some, some love is unconditional. Right. But something that heals the world is conditional. That makes zero sense. 
it totally makes zero sense. I'm completely verklempt over that one. I'm like, yeah, something, something that heals the world is conditional. Love is not conditional. You just said it was. I, there's different kinds of love. It's no. all about some agape means brotherly love. Back it up. Back, Back it, it up. up. <laughs> Dig myself out. No, 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 no. There's conditional love. There's unconditional love. Right, now we can make there's, it work. There's romantic yes. love. There's all sorts of. It, okay, the beginning okay. of wisdom is found in the definition of terms. All right. All right so, so you, okay, I agree with you on that. That's why I said bond with your parents. There's some kind of strong bond. I would not use the word love. Really? No. Why would I? I mean, it's a bond. You would use you use love because you're a normal human yeah, being, and not a twisted. Oh. Lawyer that divorces know what people. that is either, but a normal human man, no one knows what that means. But I mean, <laughs> you're told, <laughs> Tolstoy, Tolstoy couldn't figure it out either. And I'm Anna sure. Karenina, he couldn't figure it out. I'm sure they were smarter than me. Uh, I'm a simple I'm man. Sure Tolstoy was way smarter than both of us probably combined. He was a, he was a profound author. Well, there's a really cold winters there in Russia as he was. So writing. that's why he didn't love anybody because he froze to death. Yeah, he was stuck that. inside writing crap. <laughs> beautiful book but it goes over all the layers of love like you said brotherly sisterly love um, love for your neighbor romantic love it goes over all that but at the end it's kind of like is it really love or is it just relationships is it just bonding is it just this works you know like is it you know is, is it compatibility is compatibility love can you love someone you're not even compatible with I think so. Or is that service? I'm I'm just confused by all of this. So. <laughs> well, okay, let's see. Let me give you an example. I could not be married to certain types of women. Would you agree with that be the same I, for you? Yeah. I don't think you would um, have gotten along with Kim, my wife. Okay, there you go. Okay, there's one. Because she's a different type of woman than your wife, Emily. Okay, yeah. So, so let's... <laughs> I don't know if I could be married to a woman like Emily. I mean, she's absolutely beautiful. Right. But, right, right. but I don't think her personality would have gone well with right, her. Right. And that's fine. Cause I think that's compatibility right. and bond. Right. Yeah, compatibility. And I think that comes before love. The oh, yeah, of love course. you're talking about for romantic love. Yeah. Okay. Would you say throughout your marriage, you've had different types of love with your wife? Yeah. I would say, um, my romantic infatuation love turned to like commitment. And so why do we even use that word then? Why do we even use the word love then? If it's like, commitment bond relationship compatibility i can go down the list okay so so in biblical terms oh boy god told people in the new testament for god so loved the world right that he gave his only begotten son so the origin of the plan of salvation or the the beginnings of all christendom was an act of love by a God that sent his son to the earth. So let me ask you this question based like, on that's your the, statement. That's the purpose and the so motivation. Let me ask you this question based on your statement. Right? Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Is that the only love that exists? No. I think it's a form of deity love. Well, benevolence. But, but if, if Charity. Okay. You're saying basically God was the first one to love, right? No, I'm saying. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying. You said he gave. Is, I'm saying that. The reason we had Jesus come to this planet to teach us how to live mm -hmm. is because out of love. That's it? That's one of the main reasons. Is, okay, 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 but... Mm, that's why it says it. 
For God so loved the it world, he gave it. his only begotten son. He says it, but it wasn't the only reason. Couldn't be. No, I'm sure he 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 did that so that Jesus could give us an example. Tell me he one, did that to to so he we could learn from the master. Tell me one master. thing you do purely out of love. <laughs> you and, really want to know? And then I'm going to freaking break it down. Okay, okay. Hmm. I provide for my family out of love. Okay. Out of sense. What about a sense of duty? I have a sense of duty, but I have a strong belief that my job is to provide for my family. So it's one of my a, key roles to so provide, you, protect, and preside. Correct. I agree with that. But if you didn't have a family, you wouldn't work? No. If I didn't have a family, I'd just be a freaking shallow, wretched piece of shit just doing whatever I wanted to make myself happy. Oh, so really you'd have no like motivation to get as far as you could? No, I, I've always grow. been motivated my whole life. Right, so you didn't need a family for to provide for. No, but I, but I, I start. You just too shade me. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I'm disragged. I'm like I'm trying to I'm figure just it like, out. You like, would have done that anyways, whether you had a family or not. It's not done out of love because you would have done it anyways. Think of something you really would not do if there wasn't love. Bingo. Okay, I, bingo. Nothing. I'm like bingo. I don't understand the question. Think of something you would not do. If there wasn't love. Right. You gave me the example of God. God sent his only begotten son because he lo loved the world. Right? right? Yeah. He, yeah. That's it. That's why he sent him. That's why he did it. There was nothing Because he loved all of us. Right. In the world. And right. I'm saying there's nothing. Maybe that's the only love. Because everything else that we attach love to can be broken down into other okay, things. Okay. So Jesus tells us to love our enemies. What does that mean? I'm sorry this is going religious. I'm like, I I'm know, just, it went right to that. And I'm. Well, in religion, we find out about life. I mean, whether you're Christian or not, Buddhist, whatever. Well, love is a big part of religion, whether you're every Buddhist, religion, Hindu, every religion. Yeah, Jewish, it doesn't matter. So, what'd you say again? Now I can't remember. Why are we supposed to love our enemies? I don't know. Jesus says, love your enemies. Pray for those that who despitefully use you and hate well, you. Praying for somebody is different than loving somebody. Yeah, I agree. The one that always throws me off is forgiveness because forgiveness seems to be part of love because if you're supposed to love your enemies, then that's forgiving them. I think forgiveness is a part of self-love first. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Because I think that, um, I think when we're asked to forgive people, most people are looking outside, looking at that, that way. And, um, I don't think that, um, that's why we're asked to forgive. I think we're asked to forgive to heal us first inside. I don't love my enemies. I know you don't. You hate your enemies. Yeah, there's no freaking way. I I hated University of Central Florida this weekend because wow. they beat Georgia Tech. I wasn't going to bring it up. You don't need to bring it up. <laughs> I brought it up. I have a lot of freshman uh, kids. My belief system is that they're going to get better every week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're 40 minutes have flown by, uh, and the origin of belief is... And love, like the origin of belief and love, like where does that all come from? If you guys can figure that out, we would love to know, to have a conversation. Who could we bring on our podcast to, to talk about love? To talk about love. Who would be an interesting character an that has atheist. a different, an atheist, but it would be really fascinating to see what an atheist, atheist what I mean. thinks about love. Yeah, I would love it. Yeah. Do you know any <laughs> atheists? I would love to have an atheist. Is there, are there any atheists in Utah? I don't know. I don't oh, know. A hard one, but I would love to have an atheist on. Okay. I don't, I'd like to have, like, you know what I would like to have too, which would be so much fun, is like a boy that's 19 and a woman that's like 60. Talk about love. 
Okay. Wouldn't that be interesting? It would totally be interesting. So we could have your mom. No, I'm not putting my mom on this podcast. Okay. Not <laughs> your freaking mind. Okay. But my, <laughs> my, my, uh, my mother-in-law would love to do this. But she's in Canada, so it's going to be Yeah, hard. it's not going to work out. I don't know any six-year-old women. I don't either. And a nine-year-old boy and a six-year-old woman. You know what I would love to do is have an engaged couple. Okay. Like someone, a couple that's engaged to get married and just like burn them. Yeah, we just had my friends, the Yokums, Tristan and Courtney Yokum, oh. the guy just got married. We should have them on. But could they handle us? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I should say, can they handle me? I told them. I told them. I said, you guys, you need to go to therapy, like right now. Start therapy now. Oh yes, started. <laughs> the best thing you can do for your marriage. Me and Emily started before. Yeah. Well, good yeah. luck. We'll see if we can find someone on and talk about that. Yeah, That'd be fine. we should. We should. So in the meantime, you know, examine your beliefs this week and. Yes. Um, uh, love people, whatever oh. that means to you. I don't know. I mean, Brian just <laughs> blew me up today a lot so about the love thing. It doesn't exist. I, I disagree. I have a descending point of view, and I believe that love exists in many forms. No. And uh, I love you guys in my audience here. I love <laughs> so all of you. Crap. I have nothing but agape, brotherly love toward you. <laughs> oh, my I God. wish you well. I can't good. even find what I'm looking for because I'm listening to all this crap. I do. I love people. What do you mean? No, you don't. All right. Like, what do you love? No, I'm not ready yet because okay. you threw me <laughs> off because you're telling everyone you love them all the time. I do love them. I love you people. No, you're awesome. Get the freak out of here. All right. Okay. Let's turn it off. Here we go. Peace out. Peace out. Love doesn't exist, but somehow Sam loves all of you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. You're awesome. To decide that the things that I tried were in my lap just to get high on. When I sit alone, come get a little known, but I need more than myself this time. I love Step this from music. the road to the sea to the sky, and I do I believe that we music. rely on. When I lay it on, come do you get bond with this music? Can you feel it? Feel it. Have a great week, y'all.